Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 324. Happy New Year, friends. It is Friday, January the 24th. It is a new moon in Aquarius. It is my father's 80th birthday. And I'm back. (laughs) I'm back after a hiatus of cocooning, (laughs) which is the title for today's episode. So the weather report, it's almost exactly the same as the last episode. (laughs) It's gray. Right now it's raining. At least it's not snowing and it's chilly and it's kind of blah (laughs) outside. It is winter in Ohio. Uh, We had some sunshine yesterday and the day before, but it looks like gray for a little while. So here we are. Here we are, the beginning of the year in this space this energy that we tune into together in the podcast and I guess a couple logistics first Um, I re-listened to the episode from the end of last year while I was getting ready this morning for this episode and it's so good it was all about time and you know the filling up of my container over break which I called vacation because that's more accurate and how good that was going to feel, and then how it was going to ease back into this year. And it's unfolded almost exactly as I expected, but with an extra bonus. So I'm going to share a little bit about that. Um, What I said at the end of last year was I'm not quite sure what the format and the flow is going to feel like for the podcast in 2020. And as we begin today, on the new moon, so good, of course, on the new moon. Um, it feels like we're going to be doing maybe two episodes a week for a little while. Um, I don't know what that means. Is that a few weeks, a few months, the whole year? I'm not quite sure. In this moment, it feels like a few months, and then maybe it'll become more. Maybe it'll become one a week. I don't know. Two a week feels really good. Um, I'm going to do them on Mondays and Fridays, so there'll be one today and then one starting on Monday. And then they will post in the afternoons, usually. Um, So you'll have one to start your week and one to end your week as you go into the weekend. And that feels fun and easy. It also helps me stay accountable to being present, to showing up, to checking in with myself on, you know, how I'm doing in relationship to Gaia's love and um, the flow of energy. So I will be translating, scribing bringing through whatever wisdom feels relevant in the moment and we'll see where it goes we'll see where it goes it feels really good to be back today i'm moving slowly <laughs> i'm moving slowly 
What I thought would be a good segue into cocoons is a post from Elizabeth Gilbert that she shared a few days ago. My friend Alicia sent it to me, and it's exactly where I have been um, in my journey recently. And so I thought, you know, we'll share the words of someone who is just an incredible writer. And um, yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert, this is from her Instagram account. She says, I am just emerging from 17 days all alone on the west coast of India, where I got to do a deep dive into a new creative project. Sorry to remain obtuse about it, but it's still too soon to discuss, she says. But what I can discuss here is the transformative power of solitude. Solitude is a master teacher. And just for the record, solitude is not the same thing as isolation. Isolation is when you cut yourself off from the world. Solitude is when you open yourself up to it completely, but with no distractions from anybody else. I used to be terribly afraid of solitude. I remember having a conversation with some friends back in my 20s and saying that I could literally imagine nothing worse than coming home every night to an empty house. Oh, how I smile at that sentiment now. How little I understood back then what a furnace of creativity aloneness can be and what quiet delights a woman can discover when she is left to explore her own company. I also didn't know back then that we are never really alone. For one thing, there is spirit, which never feels closer to me than when I'm in solitude. For another thing, my mind is a wild circus car of memories and conversations and negotiations and scary movies and happy stories. I basically have an entire arena full of people living inside my imagination and they never stop talking to me. And for this project in particular, I have been in deep communion with the dead. There has been much to discuss, much to heal, much to learn. It's been intense, but I did not very often feel alone out here. Instead, I have felt, I have felt held, met, recognized. Tomorrow I'm re-entering the busy world again. I'm a little excited about it, but also a little sad. I know that I will miss this quiet little moment of my life. I also know that I will want to do it again and again and again. Because the older I get, the more greedy I become for my own stillness. So that is what I really want to say. It's okay to be greedy for your own stillness. In that stillness, if you listen carefully, you just might hear the work that is longing to be created through you. As Emily Dickinson wrote, the soul selects her own society, then shuts the door. <laughs> Onward, LG. Thank you to this incredible being, woman, writer, who translates what she is going through so beautifully and then shares it with us. So I have been in that stillness, that aloneness, and the word I like to use is cocoon. Uh, we had a new moon circle here last night. It was kind of my big coming back into the world <laughs> moment, evening. And in that uh, conversation, there were several people who used that word or talked about you know, that need to go inward, that um, calling of the soul to pause what we have been doing, to pause the activity of life and truly come into the space of being with ourselves, being with what is inside. 
it can feel really scary as Elizabeth Gilbert describes you know we have scary movies we have stories in our mind we have relationships with those who are alive those who are dead we we are processing as humans so much emotion and and much of that uh, requires contemplation introspection some spaciousness to feel what's in there and then what is true and what is old stuff I can let go of so cocoon is a good word it's like the transformation of the insect as it becomes the butterfly in that that buffered area there is room for all of this stuff to go on in the cells and the membranes and the energy that finally pushes out this incredible new gorgeous being when we are called or entering into a cocoon it feels like perhaps the world is falling apart or our friends are all leaving us or um, our job is ending you know there are so many ways that our soul guides us into a cocoon sometimes it's like we're being dragged in by our hair kicking and screaming no <laughs> and once we're in there I can feel dark and lonely and scary and like what the hell just happened it's the emerging out that is the point of that whole cocoon it's coming out of that space knowing who we are knowing why we are here and then being willing to share that with the world in our own time you know, some people emerge from a cocoon and they're ready to roll and others like me, I'm kind of stepping out <laughs> and then going back a minute and pausing and sitting down and then another few steps out and then sitting back down and making sure, <laughs> you know, it's a tentative coming back into what I call the real world, which is actually, <laughs> I think, not nearly as real as the cocoon I've been in. What was amazing in our circle space last night, this is why I love these community gatherings so much, we are offered the lens, the perspective, the ability of watching as people are entering into cocoons, sitting in the messiness of it, and emerging out of them. And the longer these um, community gatherings have been going, the more individuals I have seen going through the process and coming out the other side. It's absolutely spectacular to witness the courage of someone who says, I don't know what's going on, but like, I got to go sit with myself a little bit. There's just shit coming up and I can't deal with it and I don't know what to do. And I might just withdraw from the world for a little bit. There's such courage in a person who is willing to do that and sometimes they poke their head out and they come to a circle and sit and share and cry and you know get held and loved on <laughs> and then we put them on their feet and send them back to the cocoon and <laughs> they might come back again another month or they might not come back until they're done with their cocoon when they come back and start sharing how they like, I don't even know what the words are. They're evolving, they're becoming, they're shedding. <laughs> when, when, they, when they sit in a circle space, and there have been so many now that I can just see all these faces of these individuals. When they sit in circle and they're like, yeah, I got to tell you, I got this happening, this happening, this new love, this new job, this thing. <laughs> and their energy is high and 
their joy is overwhelming and overflowing and everyone in the circle is leaning back going, whoa, <laughs> whoa, is that the same person? What just happened? <laughs> what did I miss? Where have I been? <laughs> it's extraordinary. It's simply extraordinary. And being able to witness others in that process of becoming, it's, it's just one of my greatest joys. And there's just been quite a bit of it recently. Quite a lot of individuals going through that. I call that process also awakening. When the soul inside of the human body is finally getting louder than the mind and the soul, the mind and the body. And the soul's forcing a slowdown and getting the mind to look at what it's doing and getting the body to slow down and heal. <laughs> when the soul awakens and says, enough, you guys are running a crazy show here. <laughs> We're going to shift directions. It's going to change your world. And also, wow, isn't that why we're here? We are here to be expressed souls, souls that are being love, embodying love, and sharing that in whatever way our soul has chosen to do it. Remembering that that's why we're here allowing ourselves to start playing with what does it look like when my soul creates something only my soul could create what does that look like when I bring my gifts through in the way that only my soul with all the experiences that the human has had in the journey so far the mind and the body when my soul starts to identify my gifts and share them what does it look like what does it feel like who do I become it's just breathtaking and the process of awakening can be very intense for many people. It can also uh, bring you the most beautiful conversations, experiences, love. It can just bring you so much more into your world. So the cocoon as we go through that awakening, it varies. It looks different for different people and it happens at different times along our path. We may have many cocoons in our lifetime, you know, many moments of pausing and going in as Elizabeth Gilbert describes, right? She wants more and more of that the older she gets. I understand that, which is still funny to me because I hated being alone when I was in my 20s and 30s. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, everyone's gone. I'm going to have a whole day to just like chill and meditate and think and daydream. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> there is a balance of, you know, solitude and then oh, just surrounding myself with those that I love. And I play, I dance with both. I'm very blessed to have the time for both. The cocoon that I went into from the last time I was in this podcast space, I first went into this cocoon with my family, and it was so good. It was so sweet. My husband and I, I don't think we've ever had that much time together. He wasn't doing a lot of events, and I wasn't doing really very much at all. <laughs> I did a couple meditations, and that was it, you know, group meditations. So we watched a lot of Hallmark movies, we cooked, we ate out, we went to movies, we hung out with our children and grown-up children, and we just, 
we just were together. We were just present and it was so good. It was such a great cocoon. I, they all went back to school and I just felt so filled up, so filled up with love and support and being seen. And so when I came back to work on the 6th, it was with the intention of, you know, having a week to get organized, do some strategizing for my business. What do I want to focus on this year? And the first day back, I, I played with, you know, <laughs> I played with what do I want my website to look like, which basically is what's going to be my priority for my work. And so I tuned in energetically. I created this really cool um, map grid blueprint for my website where I was placing the events, the different um, way I want to structure my offerings, my descriptions of things. I energetically just saw it, felt it, and then visually put it into this uh, vision board, drawing board, blueprint. It took a whole day and it also clarified exactly what my focus is going to be for the year. Knowing all of that, I now have to do it. <laughs> I have to make sure all the changes on my website match what I just drew. So there's been quite a bit of work involved in that. But the exciting thing that I realized is um, that I realized on the 6th was it's time immediately to begin the next book. And so I started on the 7th. I uh, sat down each morning in meditation. And as I do my work, I hold my phone just like I do in this podcast and I stream messages through from my soul. I, I speak into my phone what my soul is communicating with me. And so each day I did that and this book, Just White Light, took form. It was a very uh, internal journey. It was not something I shared with my family, my friends. I was doing it by myself um, to hold a really sacred space and allow it to be simply my soul and me, the human, that's receiving the words. And it was a beautiful journey. I would do that in the morning, and then the rest of the day I would go around my work and take care of my family and <laughs> do my stuff. And then in the morning I would tune back in for a few hours and do more recordings. I completed the uh, speaking of that into my phone in about um, seven or eight days. And then during that time, I got the clear awareness of, you know, the time to share this book is going to be on the new moon in Aquarius. I am a fast editor and writer and have um, had much experience with managing my own projects, but that was fast. So it kind of bumped everything to the side once the book was received into my phone. And so I shared with my family, you know, we're going to really be focused, and it's complete. I worked on it over the last four or five days, and um, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So I feel like I've birthed the baby in my cocoon, and the baby is my story. Just White Light is a collection of stories from across the galaxy to help guide our way home and each of the chapters is an interpretation of where our soul goes when we are not here in this physical human reality what is our soul experiencing and doing and how do we um, what is the point of that and how do we continue integrating all of that 
and what does it have to do with being a human here? <laughs> How do the two even relate? And what's the whole point anyway? Why, why are we in existence as souls and why are we here in human bodies? Are we headed somewhere? Is there some eventual master plan? And if so, where are we headed? And what does that look like when we get there? It's, it's the most beautiful creation. It's so filled with love and joy and acceptance and inclusion. And what's so beautiful is, you know, my, sto- my soul story, my soul journey, this expression that I offer through Just White Light, it matches everyone else's because we are all connected. We are all souls going through the same arc of learning and integration. We are all on the same evolutionary path. We just express it differently. We create in different ways. And so in my sharing of this arc, this pathway, there's matches for everyone because we've all followed the same arc to get back to the same ending. It's it's a beautiful, um, I don't have the words, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> so it is uploading today to Amazon, it will be available, and then it's going to take on a life of its own, so my book, Just White Light, is coming out of its own cocoon, and it's going to be a butterfly, and it's going to <laughs> fly wherever it's meant to go as its own energy. And my delight is in witnessing where it goes and what happens from here. So that has been where I've been (laughs) for the last little while. In the midst of that, I also got this crazy cleaning bug. And so I have literally cleaned everything in the basement of our house, which is really like a first level that goes out to the backyard. (laughs) I've cleaned every closet. I've emptied out all the buckets, the folders, the piles of stuff I've moved stuff out of our house and I've organized our storage closet like it has been a of energy and (laughs) yeah so (laughs) I arrived here at this new moon in Aquarius a little weary coming out of my cocoon and also exhilarated and so excited for all that's going to be happening in this new year of 2020 so uh, anticipatory of what we are all going to be experiencing together in this new vibration, this new awareness. It's like the lights are being turned on and they're getting brighter and brighter. And so we get to see all of who we all are. And it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. And I've been watching around me as people I love are launching new products and new activities and events and ah, so good (laughs) so I'm going to be sharing um, lots of what I let me see how to say this I'm going to be celebrating the creations of those I love and support in my social media posts more and more so um, if you're not following me on Instagram it's Viv Gerard look me up if you're not following me yet on Facebook I have a public figure page called Vivian Gerard and it's where I spend a lot of my time sharing and so I will be celebrating what my loved ones are creating and 
let's all create more. <laughs> let's all follow each other. Let's all celebrate what we are all doing together in this new year because creation is the whole point. Creation and evolving into more love. That's the whole reason of existence. And then bringing those gifts of what we create and how we love back to the whole when we complete our journeys. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a fun year and I'm very excited for it. So I am celebrating my father tonight with my family. Tomorrow we are going to have a, an in-between birthday celebration. My dad's birthday is today and mine is on Sunday. And so we're going to be having some time together and eating and just celebrating this life. And then I'll be back on Monday for another podcast and we will see where we go from here. It's good to be back. Sending you so much love on this new moon in Aquarius. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.